Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. How is everybody doing this week? So this week we'll be talking about brain fog, which is not a medical diagnosis, but nevertheless affects a lot of disabled people, um, whatever condition they may have. Before we get started on this discussion, I would like to remind you, this show airs live Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am live, so you can talk to me. If you'd like to call in, my number is 1-646-558-8656. That's a New York number. Long distance um, charges will apply. Just warning you ahead of time. Um, I am on Zoom. If you'd like to join us, join me in chat. My meeting ID is 465-172-882. So let's get talking about brain fog. Now, about... A year to a year and a half ago, I began to notice that things were occasionally fuzzy. It it felt on certain days like I was moving through molasses. Um, now, because of my CP, I do have what's called slow processing speed, in which which means that I take in information just fine. I just have a hard time processing it. Um, And so it may take me longer to get instructions or um, understand a project, that sort of thing. I used to tell people, most people uh, work on Windows, I work on DOS. So I thought that that was just that slow processing speed kicking in. Um, so basically I found out the term for this sense of just mental slowness and mental, um, lack of mental clarity was called brain fog and it can happen for a variety of reasons. It is not, um, like I said, a medical term. It, in fact, is very hard to diagnose. It can, like I said, come along with many, many, many diagnoses. Um, So, again, this is... if, If it sounds like I'm having difficulty speaking about it, 
it's because the illness itself is difficult to pin down, much like fog, I suppose. Um, people with mental illness often have brain fog along with their mental illness, say depression. Um, people have brain fog associated with that. Um, you can be forgetful with brain fog. Um, you can have trouble finding the correct, exactly the correct word. It's a lot of doctors sort of put it off as, oh, you're getting older. You know, this is what happens with old age. That's not exactly the case. It's actually much more involved than that. Um, so I'm going to go through a few of the um, disabilities or illnesses um, where brain fog is a concern. Um, so I told you about depression, multiple scler sclerosis, MS. People with MS have this. Um, chronic illness and fatigue. Um, chronic illness, basically chronic pain patients. Um, this affects them for various reasons, N not, you know, the least of which is the fact that they're in constant pain and they're battling that pain day in, day out. Um, there is a symptom, a, there we go, brain fog. There is a condition called um, chronic fatigue syndrome, which can also have brain fog with it. Chronic fatigue syndrome is just you're tired all the time completely um, and have a hard time getting up and getting moving and getting things done. Um, people with brain fog are often recommended to get more sleep, get better sleep. Um, and I find, at least for me, that recommendation is good, but at least for me, it's not always the only the only solution. Um, even if I get tons of sleep, I can still have brain fog. Um, so another aspect of brain fog is that if you're on any medications, um, such as medications for mental illness, depression, anxiety, that can contribute to and or cause brain fog. Um, there's also um, a condition called hypothyroid hypothyroidism, which means that your thyroid, while still working, is really sluggish and isn't pushing out the hormones that your body requires as quickly as it requires it. Um, there is a medication for this called levothyroxine. Um, however, people with hypothyroidism do experience brain fog again, because it's that slowing of, of the body, the slowing of the hormones and the metabolism. So, you know, again, I went back to what are the, I'm going back to what are the symptoms of brain fog, lack of mental clarity, um, lack of 
I won't say it's a lack of motivation because I don't think that's it. Um, definitely that feeling of moving through molasses though. And I think that can contribute to a lack of energy, most certainly. Um, I, I know I experience a, a slowness of thought. Um, it, it really can affect your life. And unfortunately, if you are one of the few people, well, maybe not so few, <laughs> people that have brain fog as a comorbid condition to your original disability, say cerebral palsy or um, MS, you know, fibromyalgia. Patients get this a lot. Um, and even in fact, it can be called fibro fog because um, fibromyalgia patients get it so often. Um, this can really reduce your ability to function um, even further than the original disability. So, for example, with my CP, well, I already have a decreased ability to function in certain ways. Um, I've talked about balance here. I, I don't have very good balance. Um, I tend to fall. Um, my dexterity and coordination isn't good. So putting something like brain fog on top of that, it really feels like you're just, your body is just, you know, working against you, um, both mentally and physically. And that can be very daunting and very disturbing, quite honestly. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to bring this subject up because I had actually been feeling a lot of brain fog this week. Um, and again, it's not fun. I haven't yet found the perfect solution for dealing with brain fog. There's a lot out there, um, which we'll go over a little bit later in this episode here. Yeah, I I haven't found a solution, and because the medical community doesn't really know where it comes from, um, they are kind of lost on that track as well. Um, so I'm going to stop here for a quick break, and then I will discuss more about brain fog, um, where it might come from and some of the solutions that people have found to deal with it. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. And welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Last segment, we were talking about the phenomenon of brain fog and what it was and what people are now doing about it. As I mentioned before um, in the last segment, the medical community 
isn't really sure where it comes from. The best quote-unquote diagnosis, and it's not an official diagnosis, I've come across is the idea that it's an inflammation in the neurological system and an inflammation in the brain and also possibly the gut. Um, basically, inflammation in this case is your brain Toxins come into your brain and your brain tags them with cells that cause inflammation to alert your immune system to go ahead and attack this toxin and get it out of your system. Um, if the brain is overwhelmed by these toxins, then again, the process repeats and tons of these cells are tagged um, with these inflammation um, cells, and the inflammation causes brain fog. Um, this is actually why a lot of people with autoimmune diseases have brain fog as well. Um, so there's really a lot going on with brain fog, um, and because the conditions it comes with are so varied. People, I think, are just now beginning to see it as something that is definable. Um, you know, one of the things that I've found is that a lot of carbohydrate intake, uh, potatoes, rice, pasta, the whole, you know, basically anything you've been told all your life that's, you know, to stay away from, you know, uh, the big starchy carbohydrate filled items, they can cause this inflammation. Um, a lot of people will find if they've eaten too many carbohydrates um, at a meal, they will start experiencing brain fog um, about two to three hours after their meal. I know I have. It's, yeah, <laughs> that's always fun. And then I realize, oh, you know, I think I overdid it. Um, so people do recommend that you reduce carbohydrates from your diet. It's probably a good idea in any case. However, um, there is that linkage there. Um, there is discussion, like I said, of it being autoimmune disease. If that's the case, um, if you think that's the case for you, I would highly encourage you to get tested um, it is a blood test. You have to see a rheumatologist. Um, the other condition that causes brain fog is anemia, which is a lack of your body being able to produce red blood cells. People take iron for this. Um, and again, that's a blood test. You actually have to go into a doctor's office and they, they either send you for labs or they do the labs in-house. And they will be able to tell you this. Um, <clears throat> so 
those things, if you determine those causes, it may be a help to um, an end to finding an end for your brain fog. Medications. Um, certain medications for anxiety are um, sed sedatives. I guess, yes, I'd say sedatives. Certain medications for anxiety are uh, sedative in nature. Um, that will make you tired. Um, it may, the, medica the medication, depending on what it is, may contribute or cause brain fog. Again, that sluggish feeling, that tired feeling, that um, feeling of moving through molasses, um, not knowing, not remembering um, things as clearly, not coming up with the right term <laughs> as quickly as you used to. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so I would take a look at your medications with your doctors. Does any of this, do any of your medications tend to um, slow you down? Is this a side effect of the, of the medication that people are aware of? Um, again, a lot of medications that handle neurological disorders, um, like mine, actually, um, do, do cause this extra unfortunate side effect of, of just being slow and, and in some cases, at least for me, I feel ineffective. Um, I also think, um, I also think that as, um, as well as diet, um, I think there, there could be other conditions out there that cause brain fog, um, that we don't know about. There's a lot of research going into the gut and the, um, see, there it is again, the brain fog. Um, there's a lot of research going into the gut and the, um, bacteria that lives in your gut and how that affects your nervous system now and that connection and that may have something to do with brain fog. Um, I believe it's still a new concept that basically your um, digestive system and your brain can be so closely connected, but they can be. Um, that's a whole nother topic, which I may get into a little bit later. Um, yeah, so I don't have an answer for you. I really wish I did. Um, I don't have an answer for me. <laughs> if I find one out and I and it works, I will share it with my listeners. So let's wrap this up. But before we do, I'm going to go ahead and share with you some information from our sponsor, Silicon Valley High School.
This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. This whole episode, we've been discussing brain fog and what it is and what it does to people. Basically, nobody really knows what it is and where it comes from. Um, There are no solid answers. Again, the idea of um, carbohydrates affecting the neurological system, especially the brain. Also, um, your medications, depending on what you're on, certain types of autoimmune diseases, anemia, things like that may contribute to brain fog. Um, But it's still very, if you'll pardon the expression, up in the air (laughs) as to what really causes this condition. And it's very difficult to work through, especially if you're trying to get things done and you already have a disability that hinders your progress, um, like I do, and like many, many, many people do, such as you know, people with fibromyalgia really suffer from brain fog, and it's a condition that's in addition to the fibromyalgia that really just makes things difficult. Um, it's another unseen condition. People that don't experience brain fog, it's really hard to express to them what it feels like. Um, and like I said, people have guesses for how to make things better, but there is no cure per se. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's really still a mystery. And when we know more about brain fog, I think that it will do a great service to the disabled population because so many of us suffer from it. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the, in the last segment, I actually am today having brain fog, unfortunately, which, so if you wanted to hear from somebody who actually has it, I am raising my hand here. It's, yeah, it's really devastating in a way that I think a lot of people don't see, and it's an added burden. It's an added consequence that I think medical professionals don't really understand right now. And if they, if they believe in brain fog to begin with, and certainly I think that other federal institutions such as social security, um, maybe like some of the federal health programs like SNAP. If you say you're disabled and try to explain the concept of brain fog, they don't 
really get it because it is a very, very nebulous um, condition. I really wish I had more information, more, more conclusive evidence to offer to you more. Um, I wish that there were more than any, more than most of these conditions. I wish that there was a solid, here's the problem, here's the solution, and I could guide you guys toward a solution. Yes, if you go and you get this injection, your brain fog will magically go away. Or, yes, if you just eat oranges every day, your brain fog will go away. But there simply isn't that solution. But I do hope that the medical community will consider this an issue and really look into it. Um, anyway, so that's our show for today. If you'd like to email me a question, I am at ericah at newheightseducation.org. Um, feel free to zing me an email or drop in on chat during these um, radio shows. I'd love to hear from you. Until then, until next week, take care, y'all, and we'll just keep going day by day, right? Take care of yourselves. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.